0: Billy
1: do 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 okay, three, two, one, how are you guys doing? Oh, you're good, Oh, you're not good, mm. did Sheila break up with you? What a name Sheila is Sheila. You got me on my knees, Sheila. Okay, how you guys doing? Good. That's awesome. It is uh twelve fifty nine, and I probably should not be screaming at that time because people in society are asleep. Um, I just got off work like an hour ago. Now let me explain something to you. When you're hungry in, I guess, this area of southern, of just San Jose in general. And it's 12 o'clock and you know you probably have... You don't want to cook when you go out home or make something. And you're looking for something to eat. There is nothing. But Taco Bell. Now, Taco Bell is the equivalent of Starbucks during the day. They just appear out of nowhere at night. And at some point you're like, alright, this is the only thing open. So I go there. I have not eaten there in probably mmm, said two years. I had it in Seattle two years ago with my brother because we needed something to eat at night and what was open? Taco Bell. I go in there. Now, for why it's open, actually, I don't really understand. Like, who actually goes in into Like, in hindsight, I shouldn't have walked into the Taco Bell. I should have just went through the drive-thru because to say it was a little sketchy would be an understatement because this was on, like, a very uh, crowded boulevard in San Jose. And it just, yeah, let's, it was just not, it was just not, it was probably not the safest thing. But I'm alive. I'm here. You're listening to this. So I ordered four random things. What were they? Couldn't tell you. I ordered four random things. I was like, okay, I don't like this. I'll go eat in my car. Now, took a bite out of the first thing. Not good. I ended up getting four things. Ate one bite out of all of them. And to say each one of them was worse than the other would be an understatement. Dramatically worse. It was it was it was horrific. It was not good. Maybe it was cause two years ago when I had it, it was just like, oh I don't know. Maybe it's because at some point you're also realizing you're like, Hey, you're eating Taco Bell at twelve o'clock at night and it is not supposed to taste like my levels my expectation levels going into it was like, Oh, I'm gonna get a fine Mexican meal. Mm mm, mm mm. Hey kid, you're getting soylent. You're getting stuff they add to meat, quote unquote meat, to make it look bigger. And um mm, it wasn't good. So yeah. But they're just all over the place and they're always packed. I don't know. Also, I wasn't I don't know why you really didn't like, it, but I did get myself like a uh, like one of those mountain dew Baja blast things. Now those A plus a plus nothing like adding maybe 375 grams of sugar into your system nearly two hours before you go to sleep. That's good for the heart kids. and if you need more nutritional help, Go to www.takeaseatpodcastnutrition.com backslash health. And, uh, yeah, but um, I was at a Starbucks the other day. Now, hear this out. I go into a Starbucks, and it was near where I live, and there's this girl outside, and she has a sign that says, free hugs. Now, obviously, mm, I'm normal. Nobody... Actually takes that up because first off me too trap you put that in Los Angeles. There's a camera right above you take that hug over second a man does that a child. uh, What is it? Child. uh, What is it? Child molester. Not a child molester. A fucking creep. That's the word a fucking creep. Free hugs now? Why? And the person I had to say was like fifth—I don't even know, like sixteen—and to say, you know, I saw like a thirty-five-year-old give him a her a hug, and I thought that was really creepy. And never in my mind was like, okay, I gotta take up on this offer. No, what the what the fuck? Free hugs? Hey dude, it's not right. Well, it's not 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 right. Maybe it's just a person giving um, you know, free hugs. Maybe it was a lonely girl and she just want to give people free hugs for I don't know some reason, but you put that again in Los Angeles or New York, you know there's a camera and a television crew right behind it. You got to you got to you have to plan for your next 5 steps. Uh You know, the next day you're on the local news, local podcast, take a seat. No, local podcast hosts of Take a Seat Podcast, which averages 16 listeners a year. And then they pause for like 15 seconds. A year. 16, and 11 of them are family relatives. He was caught giving a hug to a girl. An underage girl in San Jose, California, and now he's under arrest and will never be able to host his podcast again. Bam, Bop, bam. TMZ comes up again. Hey, I heard you had a uh, and in- yeah, you know you can't do it. You can't do it. Stay away. Everything's a trap. Everything's a trap. Obviously. Uh, ooh, uh, ooh. What was that noise? What was that noise? Um. But yeah, it was kind of odd. You can't do that if you're like a a guy, right? Unless you're like Brad Pitt. I bet Brad, Brad Pitt could do that. But I don't know. But God bless that girl. I don't know. Maybe she was out to. I have no idea. I have no idea odd world huh talking about odd worlds have you seen this show on netflix called the society what a show just what a show you know what let's listen to some music and then we'll talk about it the
0: way yes. you got me under your spell but don't you keep it all to yourself so won't you take it? i'm feeling like the first time Patient. Don't you keep it all to yourself. Do 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 just a touch
1: Alright. The Society. Spoiler alerts. Ahead if you have not never seen it. The Society is a, a Netflix show. Starring a lot of teenage people. That I will bring up their names in a second. Including the great. I think her name's Gideon. Aldun. I'm almost sure. But I've seen her in a hundred different. Not a hundred different movies. Like six different movies including Blockers. And. A star. Just the best. She's the best actress on the show, in my opinion. In a show filled with great actresses, including that, I think her name's Catherine Newton. She's also in Big Little Lies. So, you know who we're playing with here. We're playing with a a powerhouse. And Rachel Keller from Legion. Who is, in this show, more than ever, she looks fucking... Identical to Brie Larson. It is weird seeing her in this. She looks so much like Brie Larson. It is really, really, really weird. Again, great actress. This show starts out like this. We get thrown. Oh, wait, Mike. We get thrown into the lives of these people at this high school in Massachusetts. And. Random stuff, just the normal high school dramas going on. There's a play going starring Rachel Keller's actress's name, who's Cassandra, I think, and this guy named Harry. And, you know, she obviously likes Harry, but Harry likes this girl named Kelly. And you're like, all right, another rom-com, I get it. Let I- I'm not that excited, but, you know, it's 8 o'clock at night. I got time to kill. I finished all my stuff for today. I can watch the show for now. So, we're we're, we're going through everything. They're talking... Now, Harry and Kelly are outside. And they're like, oh, dude. Remember that smell back in the day? It's back. And everybody's like, oh, it does smell pretty awful here. And you're just like, alright, what is the smell? Do they live near, like, cows? Or maybe the dump went on fire near... Actually, I think it's Connecticut, now, Massachusetts. But you know what? That doesn't matter Um, so they've got a camping trip they got to go on I think it's like a 10 to 15 day camping trip somewhere in Connecticut because you know what you do when you're in Connecticut go camping because there's nothing else to do there just kidding I've never been to Connecticut I almost went to play football at University of Connecticut good job I didn't Um, so they go Harry and Kelly go to the mom's office, the, Harry's mom's office. Harry's mom is obviously a, we see that she's a high-ranking member of some board, or maybe she even runs the city of Connecticut, I believe. What's the name? Memory, no CT, no C West Ham. Um, I actually Googled that. So... It's actually right here. West Ham, Connecticut. The society takes place in West Ham, Connecticut. And so, we see them arguing. The parents arguing from the perspective of Harry and Kelly, and we're like, shit, shit, shit. And then this guy comes out. This, uh, I think he's either Native American. I think he's Native American. And we're just like, hmm. And he stares Harry down. And we're like, no, no one just stares a random person down like that. And... Fast forward, we're now in the camp, we're on the bus, we're on the bus, all, whatever you think's happening on a high school bus, going to camp is happening on a high school bus, hey, guess who's the bus driver, the same guy who stole who stared at Harry, and he doesn't notice that he's the bus driver, they go off to camp, they come back to town with this excuse that like, I guess, I don't know, the camp burned down, or I don't know, I don't remember that. But they realize nobody is at their, like nobody's there to like greet them. So we're like, okay, what's happening here? I don't really know what's happening. Do you know what's happening? I don't. So they go home. They can't, they don't, nobody finds their parents. Um, we meet this kid named Jock who star of the show. I, I believe future star in the making, but still the star of the show. So we meet him, and he, I think he starts piecing everything together, like, yo, my parents aren't home. We can't have we don't have connection to anybody. Everything keeps going on a voicemail, except we all have communications to the other to each other. So all the kids from the high school can talk to each other. All their communications work, but with their outside world, it doesn't work. Boom, boom, boom. Cassandra starts taking the role of high leader. And by the end of the episode, we're like, all right, she's a force to be reckoned with. You know, woman power, all of it. And she's just the smartest. Everybody's like, we just got to take everything for ourselves and basically kill each other. And she's like, no, then we'd all die. And this guy who's, um, what's his name? We got it here. I got the Casper uh, brought up. His name's Campbell Elliott who is a fucking nightmare of a human being and his um his brother is Sam Elliott who is deaf and he communicates with mainly with sign language sign language and you know she's homeboys with Becca who's Gideon's character and Becca again star of the show the best actors on the show it's it's not that it's not close, but you know, personal favorite. And yeah, so Campbell was like, Hey dude, Cassandra, your shit is not gonna run here, pulls a gun. We're just like, Shit, nothing's going right here. We pan some I don't know which episode this is, but Sam and Campbell this it's early on though. Sam brings up to Campbell a document they found and he found in his basement where their uncle refused to pay a, like a million to remove some the smell out of the town. And he never paid it. And Campbell was like, rip that up because we're not the ones to blame. And shit, son, that happened. And we realize right now Campbell is a fucking asshole. So, moving forward, moving forward, moving forward. They're like, all right, we got to figure out what is going on here. So they send this guy named Grizz. Now, Grizz is the heartthrob of the show. He's the best. They send Grizz and a pack of other people, um, you know, just to see what their surroundings are. Why are they trapped in this random place? And they, they extend. They keep on going forward. And then out of nowhere, they get bitten by a rattlesnake. This girl gets bitten by a rattlesnake. She ends up dying. And they're like, hey, we don't have rattlesnakes in West Ham, Connecticut. Because, again... We're in Connecticut, and in Connecticut, nothing happens. So moving forward, um, solar eclipse. There's a solar eclipse that happens, I'm pretty sure, something with the sun, and this smart guy named Gordy was like, hey, dude, we're not in a real, like a solar eclipse is not supposed to happen to like 2077, so they're in some different type of universe. And then everybody put together that, hey, the smell is gone too. What What are we doing here? Um, Cassandra's playing boss you know she's running shit she's just running shit and she's running shit she's like hey we gotta take inventory of food and blah 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 but you know she's trying to be like hey I need to keep order but she has a heart condition and she almost dies but the other heart throb of the show Gordy you know he's trying to get his hopes up playing doctor and you know killing it He's just killing it. Getting relationship points with Cassandra. Going on, we get introduced to this girl. No, really introduced to this girl named Kelly who's played by the the girl, Christine something, Forrest. And she plays Alaska in the new Looking for Alaska. And great. Down with that. So, Allie. We get introduced to Allie too. And that's Cassandra's little sister. And we we start to get hints that, you know, they don't really, her and Cassandra, they like each other. But it's, you know, it's still, a, they're still in high school. And we're, I think we're about like two or three episodes deep. And we start realizing, the thought comes into our mind where it's, hey, if I had to live with the people from my high school in my town, I, w- that's the worst nightmare ever. And you start like going like who would have done this who would have done this who would have been the ruler would you have listened and you're like oh my god oh my god thank god that never happened to me because i would have i don't even know i don't even know campbell meets this girl named l and l is just an innocent soul who gets swallowed up by campbell and all his shenanigans and his psychopath I don't know, just all his psychopath, psychopathic behaviors, if that's even a phrase. Um, Gordy has this homegirl named Bean, I think, and she's as smart as Gordy, and they're trying to figure out what's happening here. The guy, Harry, he's just like, all right, we need to be a socialist society. And Cassandra meets with all the women, and they're like, hey, we can't let the guys be guys and take over this whole entire city because that would be the worst thing ever. Because what do they want to do? The guys want to eat and fuck only. And it's pretty clear. And, you know, you even see it early on because, because, sorry, I had to cut, cut the mic right there. I started coughing like an animal. Um, because whenever Campbell and the guy Harry... They're just, um, they, they, they don't like how Cassandra's dealing with shit and they're just like, we should just fucking kill her. That's it. So we go on Kelly, Kelly's like, Hey, we need to do a prom, all this good stuff. The prom happens. It's clear that Kelly's idea you know, it brought the community community together a little bit. Gordy, Cassandra, they start making out. It's like, all right, now we're going to ship them all day, son. Uh, what's that word? We, like, approve. No, we stan of them. Yeah, we stan the Cassandra, Gordy thing. Um, Grizz, at some point, you know, we realize that him and Sam, Sam is uh, Campbell's deaf brother. They're both gay, and, you know, we're... We're going for that hard because we love Grizz and we love Sam, and Sam tells everybody that you know, hey, you know, Campbell's a so sociopath, and everybody's like, yeah, no fucking shit, he is. That's that's their reaction. Um, Cassandra walks out of prom after. Her. Now this is where the show gets gets good. To be honest, Cassandra walks out of the prom and she fucking gets shot in the chest by just some guy. We think it's Campbell. And she just gets shot. And I'm telling you, the way they built up Cassandra and it takes fucking balls if you're a showrunner, writer, writer or to build up this main character. And I'm telling you, I'm falling in love with this character such a good character played by Rachel Keller and they kill her and in some point in some ways you're disappointed right because you're like oh my god this is such a good character why would you have to kill her but at the same time you're like this show the stakes get raised and you're just like yes in some point so you start now everything gets tense because they just off the main character now everybody's on the fucking table Allie her sister she gets all shell shocked she's the new leader she everything's going good everything is going not good everything's starting to get crazy but now her and she becomes a her and now she she she's like i can't do this by myself so she has like this power trust of course the power trust needs like this police this police support so they can like arrest people cuz they need to figure out who killed her they figure out that this random guy just killed her so they fucking shoot him in the head which was crazy um yeah and those in the in the police force i don't know who they're called they're like the men or the guard or something like that and they're just like hey you the three biggest people on the football team who speak like this and they they become that they want power later in the show that's that's for another time but before they did uh kill the kid who shot Cassandra, they had a huge trial and yeah, Ali was a judge, I think. No, they had a they had a a side what a jury. So, you know, they're doing they're doing. They're just doing it. They're they're actually having a good they're you know, uh actual society. Um you know, once they once they actually kill now, before they killed the kid, I think his name's like Doug or Johnny or Ju- Dewey. Not Jew- what? Uh, Dewey, what? Uh, Dewey. So, they. I think he blames Campbell for like, hey, he set me up to it. So they arrest both of them. And the town starts to turn on Allie for... Arresting Campbell when it was just some crazy guy told to just set it out of nowhere. And then also for killing Dewey or John or whatever his name is, Doug. And it basically leads her to have even a stronger stance on everything because it's like, I need to kind of rule with power. And people are now questioning the power that's come to her. And rumblings of an election are starting to, you know, starting to you know, start being said throughout the community, maybe Ali's not the right leader and yeah. By the way, uh the kid the guy that I told you named Jock, I think his actual name is Jock, and his name in the show is Will, so yeah. Behind all this, Becca, played by Gideon, is having a baby, and there's a big storyline of she knows who the father is and It happened at a party but no one's Telling her and she gets really angry At Sean and her and Sean Sam are like boys her and Sam are you know The best chemistry she's Killing it they're just trying to find And investigate what's happening And at some point they they figure Out her and Sean figure out Something about the smell in this person Named like Pfeiffer And about like And they you know what they realize, her, Sam, and Becca realize that all of this has to do with the smell. Finally, it's just like, you know what? This has to do with the smell. Where the fuck are we? And where the fa- flying fuck are our parents? And are we even alive? Now comes Thanksgiving. Now comes Thanksgiving. And at this point, I think by now, Sam and Grizz have went through a lot of stuff. They're together by this point, but Sam at Thanksgiving, it's now Thanksgiving. They decide to have a Thanksgiving feast. Sam tells Grizz, like, hey, I can't be with you because I'm actually Becca's baby's dad, which is clearly, you know, she he's, he's just a really good friend, and, you know, she doesn't want people thinking otherwise you know becca and somebody else happened so sam just takes up the role of the father thanksgiving happened L is trying to kill campbell at this point because L at one you know campbell tries to drown her and it's just so he has so much power over her and at every single point um you know we're like dude just run away L, run away from campbell and it's like this fatal attraction they have to that she has towards Campbell or you know she's so manipulated that she just keeps on going back to him and keeps on going back to him and you're like dude go away and at some point Allie has Elle with her and um yeah she to to get protected from Campbell because she runs away but Campbell's like looking for her and yeah yeah, yeah. Also, some people get married. Fucking crazy, huh? So she ends up trying to poison Campbell at the. Uh, so she ends up trying to poison. Elle tries to end up poisoning Campbell at Thanksgiving. Crazy. And this pumpkin pie, because she puts like biofreeze or some like window cleaner in, in her pumpkin pie mix. But they end up going to the party, the Thanksgiving party. Cause this was supposed to be just a night in for Elle and Campbell because Elle, cause Campbell doesn't want to bring Elle anywhere because he's a manipulative bitch. And, and like, you know what, you know what, Elle, I'll do something nice for you. We'll take you to the party. Now she brings the pumpkin pie to the part. Campbell forced her to bring the pumpkin pie to the party and it gets mixed up with everything. And now everybody, a lot of people, have, uh, eaten the pumpkin pie and shit is going wild now. There's people going sick and now Kelly rising up from the dead with one of the best power moves of all time. She's she's the nurse. She puts IVs into everybody, saves about 12 people and then delivers Becca's baby like a fucking champion. They rename the town something like new like I don't know, Newham from I don't know what it's called. I think it was like Ham, Connecticut. Now it's called like New Ham, Connecticut. The guard was like, "Hey, we start. We we got to get power." The head of the guard is this guy named Clark, and um, he's he's married. He's married to this Asian girl named I don't know, but she's like the force, somewhat the moral compass of Ali's group and their their brain trust. So. The guard starts qu- starts questioning Allie as they should. And they're like, hey, we're keeping shit in town. Why shouldn't our leader, Clark, who's married to the girl, be the ruler? And they kind of start taking things to their own hands as they question this girl named Lexi for some crime, I believe she did. For maybe she was the one who did. They thought maybe she was the one who uh, poisoned the pumpkin pie. And... They do, and I think she's having her period, and the, 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 um, she's having her period, and the, the guard won't leave her alone, like, she changes, and the guard's like, we're not leaving your room, and she gets fucking pissed, and starts questioning Allie, and how she's ruling everything, so everything's starting to go in the separate ways, oh, Jesus Christ, Harry starting, Harry's starting to be manipulated by K- Campbell to run for the, for the election, and Campbell is just plotting and scheming. And you know he's going to get his way at the end. And right now, and, oh, Elle tells Allie, hey, dude, I was trying to kill Campbell with that bio freeze. We just got, my bad, my bad. And she's like, all right, we're going to arrest Campbell. And, yeah, they have Campbell in custody. And they give him away. And Elle goes back with him because Campbell just got got him by the balls. Got her by the balls, and every she's just whenever he's in, she's in her, he is in her sight. She can't think for herself. She just goes towards him. Fatal attraction. Lexi, Harry, and the guard basically become one, and they go ahead and overthrow the election, and by saying Harry, no, not Harry, Will and Allie. Just they, they were since they're the leaders, they found out that they're they're trying to steal the election and shit before our eyes goes wild you know people are questioning everything you know this is not going to go well and then the back campbell's like yeah this is what i want he wants total purge for everything's going to shit and it is going wild now end of everything boom End." Cut to like the credit scene, post-credit scene. We have this lady reading to a group of kids about the people who disappeared, about this. So there's this lady and basically like this book club reading the history of this ham place in Connecticut, New Ham, West Ham, and behind her is like you know those memorial signs... Where it's like who we lost in 9-11... Or in some war... And it has all the names... Of the people... Who... We're used to... Ali, Will, Harry... Lexi, Cassandra... All the names are on this... Never forget list... So they're dead in this world... So this world still exists... So now they're in a parallel universe... But where really are they? In a basically a city... Surrounded by miles and miles and miles of endless shrub, not knowing where they're n- not knowing where they're going to be. Some points I missed missed out on. They need food because they need to somehow survive the winter. They do find Grizz because Grizz is the man. They send him out to find a place where they can maybe farm, and they find one with bean and all this stuff, and. Yeah, it's a good show. That's season one. And I just realized I tried to explain the entire season one of you. Probably not well as you just watching it. But, uh, yeah, that just happened. So, good fucking show. It's a really, really good premise. It has, like, some Twin Peaks, Riverdale vibes to it. It's really good because it really starts out as like a rom-com thing and it turns really quick and once they kill Cassandra it's like Jesus you really off her it's such a power move uh yeah it's it has a some under the dome type vibes where it's like we just can't get out of here but brilliant show the great it has the great for the 17th time i think what's her, what's your her last name I think it's Alden. Gideon A D L O N Adlon. Gideon Adlon. So hopefully we figure out who. The pregnant. Questions going into season two. Who is her father? Who how are Lexi and Harry really gonna rule? Are we is is Harry's uh gonna finally go out of his weird depression? It is weird depression and come out of it. And because we, even Harry realizes that his, that he's kind of being manipulated by Campbell. And he's starting to realize that, you know, we're not really in high school anymore. And Campbell's like, hey, we're still in high school. It's fucking crazy. Shit's just going bonkers. And they're all going to win. They're all going to win. Oh, man. Great cinematography. It is. It's good. It's good. This girl who's playing um Looking for Alaska though. What's her name? Christine Froseth from Brooklyn, New York. She's twenty two. She's playing for Looking for Alaska and as you know I'm that's such a good show. That's such a good uh Wow. I love that John Green book. Yeah, They're adapting it. It's going to come out on October 18th. Damn. Limited series on Hulu. And she's such a brilliant actress. I think she's been on a couple of Netflix shows. Um, What else has she been on? Let's see. Let's see. Christine Froseth. You would recognize her if you saw a picture of her. Killing me softly Sierra Burgess is a loser I think I saw that one The Assistant I'm not sure But looking for Alaska She's great in this show Obviously I was pretty vague on my analysis Just going through everything But I'm not going to explain a uh, I didn't really mean to try to explain The entire show off the top of my head With just the cast in front of me But that's how we do it Alright, thank you for listening we have another podcast. Literally, I'm going to release another one that's going to come out maybe, like, tomorrow. And, yeah, we'll, we'll be good there. All right. Have a good day. All that good stuff. Bye.